Hi, besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens, a show where we talk about all things drag because we're semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Cynthia Kiss. And this is Semi-Qualified Queens. And this episode's kind of funny. It's a precursor episode because Drag Race Use of the World, or UK versus the World, sorry, hasn't started yet. So we're going to do a very special interview today. A little sit-down chit-chat with our Canadian favorite, Jimbo! The bus that won't quit. I'm honestly Mm. so excited. She's such a doll, a diva. We get to listen to her artistic intention behind the drag. Honestly, she needs a TED Talk. She's brilliant anytime she describes how she creates what she creates. It's just such a good listen, y'all. Like, you're going to be blown away. And so excited for the first episode of Drag Race UK versus the world. Yeah, it's really gearing me up. Like after we did this, it made me even more excited. So I hope you guys really enjoy it. Um, Don't forget to subscribe. And also, I'm just going to say it now and I'll say it later. If you want to be on the podcast, don't forget to email us at semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. And maybe we'll read what you say on on here in your ears. Whisper it in your ear, baby. Well, think about it. Mm -mm. All right, let's get this going. Enjoy the epi. And I'm going to say one more nice thing before I say all the things that I don't like. Oh my god, I can't wait. Would you like baby back ribs? OMG. Guys, we are back with the one, the only. She's got the tiggled bitties herself, the fan fave of Canada's Drag Race Season 1. The one, the only. Oh wow, it's Jimbo! Ah! Ah! Oh my god, how are you, love? I'm so great. I can't believe I'm here on the internet. <laughs> We're sisters, doing it. <laughs> with my season one and two sissies. Sissies. Hi, girly. Hey, girly. We were saying the other day, Jimbo, that you and I have actually never gotten to really do a gig together. So this is our first gig together. I think this really is our first gig. I know that's wild. I, know. I saw you whip and dip and flip at Priyanka's show for yeah, her and she was a bitch and she didn't book you so she was rude. a big time bitch and plus she talked for ten thousand <laughs> years and left you like waiting in the back for a thousand years <laughs> do you remember that yeah she was just i, I do remember that on the edge of the stage, just going on and on and on i was like babe oh i God. took my makeup off because <laughs> the, the sh- i took my whole face off and she like called me up to like do the final thing and i came up there like with my face off and like my boy clothes because she talked for that long. Dang. Go. Chatty Cathy. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. She's a chatty Cathy. Well, this is she your is. first gig. How does it feel? We're all together. Yay. Canada's Drag Race Yay. fam. Yeah. I know it's awesome. <laughs> and since it's only voice, we can make up what we're wearing. And I'm wearing the most expensive dress I've ever had on. It's I was all just going to ask. It's like really, really luxurious, Bimbo. Jimbo, this is oh like, wow. wow. Oh, wow. wow. What yeah, color? Wow. What color is that? <laughs> Um, I think it's urine stains. Sorry. Nice. I oh, had okay. an accident. I had a little accident. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a Jimbo cock ring where it's just <gasps> oh, but that's it. Oh that's my. Does it have a rhinestone on it? Oh, j- multiple in the Jimbo. Like oh. so it's like the J is the rhinestone just like your necklaces. I love that. <laughs> rhinestone for your pleasure for the first time i'm wearing the jimbo breastplate and i just have to be careful it doesn't hit the mic um i don't know how you do this you must have a very strong upper back wow these are heavy it's a lot of core strength it's a lot of praying and um a lot of eating it's an eat pray love diet <laughs> yeah 
Actually, Jimbo, are they heavy? Um, depending on the ones I'm wearing, they are quite heavy. The newest ones that I have, my new largest breasts of all time, are um, so big, so juicy that they'll leave you in a wheelchair for life. No, they, um, they are very heavy and my back is very sore. After I wore them the last time, I ended up getting COVID and I had to lay down for two weeks. So I'm not sure if they were tied together. It was patient zero. It was patient zero, the breasts. <laughs> yeah, my Omicron, my double D Omicron. Oh my god, double D Omicron. That's what you should name them. That's my book. Ami and Crime. Oh yeah, Ami and Crime. Uh, Ami and Crime. <laughs> what size are they? What letter of the alphabet? So the big ones now, I think, are in the classification of S. It's for Cynthia. S. Oh, S. I love S-cup. that. Size S cup. S cup. Gonna show you how. <laughs> Ain't no party like an S cup party. <laughs> oh my God. I think the way I want to go, uh, if we're talking about like dream deaths, is just being absolutely ravaged and crushed by one of Jimbo's breasts. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's, that it's like the promo. Ring. It's like the promo interview. I'm going to crush them with my breasts. <laughs> stab them with my fingers and scream at them (laughs) how does it feel now that the cast has been announced cats out of the bag meow Um, well the cat was in the bag a little bit too long and i think it's like suffocated and kind of half dead so no (laughs) we've opened the bag we've let the cat out and now finally left it up and play with it again and be like hey remember Mm -hmm. remember when you were happy little cat running around get some air get some air so it's it's weird eh it is weird. It is really weird because um, over this course of time, like people on the internet found out and then people told people. And so I feel like the cast reveal was kind of half a reveal and half everyone going like, yeah, we already knew. And mm. so kind of... A, it was more like a, like a oh, finally yeah, kind of like, thing, oh, right? Collectively, oh, finally. And so I was kind of like a lot of the excitement got a little bit spoiled because I couldn't really talk about it or be excited when everyone else wanted to back then. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. had to just be like, I don't know what you're talking about and was like really extremely awkward about it. Aww. So it is really exciting. And it's so nice to talk about it. It's just... It's a very distant memory at this point, but I'm so excited to see everything. And that kind of adds to the magic because like, even with my promo, I didn't even really know what I said. I barely remembered like what I look like. And I was going to ask, because sometimes it's just, you just kind of talk off the cuff in some ways that you don't. So it's like, what did I freaking say? I thought you were hilarious. I thought you were charming. It was good old Jimbo. But then like, you you. seem, I don't know, you seem that much more, um, comfortable and just like in your element i'm very excited for this whole season because of you thank you Uh, yeah i'm so excited and i really um you know i always when i'm on the show i really am thinking kind of like simultaneous as a competitor and as an audience member fan of drag race Yes. yes and so i'm always kind of you know, I want to be crazy. I want to be extra. I want to bring yep. drama. I want to serve all the stuff that I want to watch as a viewer on Drag Race. And so that sort of like kind of helps inform my performance because I'm trying to, you know, not take everything too seriously while mm-hmm. taking it extremely seriously. Totally. Um, so, yeah. Well, even like for our season, like you were always, I was only there for one day, but the stuff <laughs> that I got to watch, like you were still a point of like, you were so interesting on the whole thing because you did bring 
you brought comedy, but then you also brought like drama and you brought like little like memeable moments, like you <laughs> eating the sandwich while Boa and like Scarlet were fighting. So all of those like little things I'm so excited to see in a different light when you're with like these other girls and especially cause it's like an all stars. So I'm excited to see those little quips that you bring. Did you bring the sandwich oh, back? Like, really? Did you bring the sandwich back on set? Please tell me you snuck in another snack, <laughs> low blood sugar. Just- oh my God. We'll have to see. Uh, I know, uh, on, you know how it is. They, they feed you at weird times. It's like, okay, like <laughs> stress, 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 stress. And then like run over here, hide over there, get your face on, get into your clothes. And now like, eat this like meatball sub over in the corner here and you're like the worst like, food for drag <laughs> i know it's like i can't eat a meatball sub right now. would you and like so... baby back ribs <laughs> yeah. yeah they're so tasty we had chinese food the day that i got eliminated and that's like and i'd like refuse to eat it i was like i'm not eating that it's like messy chinese yeah, you food. can't like, i'm not gonna eat that you can't it's asking for it and then you get <laughs> eliminated because yeah. you're like why is there a noodle in your hair and you're like ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was craft services. <laughs> craft services, dead end. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh. So, Jimbo, how does it feel to go back into the Thunderdome? It you know? felt so exciting, so much pressure. It's like basically watching Drag Race, you know, you always want to be on the show. You always dream about when will be my time and when, you know, what's going to happen. And then like it happens and it goes and it's over like faster than you can even imagine. And so it's just this insane pressure to realize your dream the way you've envisioned it for so long and the time constraints and the money constraints and the stress and all of those things, like nothing really ever happens the way that you want it to in your heart. You kind of have to just roll with whatever happens, happens. So it's, it's your one of special those, day. It's your special day. <laughs> and so it's one of those weird things where it's like it's so amazing, it's so exciting, but it's also kind of like I'm like, oh my god, my dream came true, and like now I have to think of another one. And I'm, I love thinking of dreams and everything, but it's just it's it's very surreal. It's very surreal to go, okay, I've done the thing I always dreamed about doing, so now I have to keep on dreaming. And so it's really exciting, but it's also surreal. Totally. Mm-hmm. That resonates. I kind of had that yeah. after the show. I was like, okay, we definitely got to climb that mountain. What's my next mm. like Everest, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so I totally get that. Well, especially because Drag Race like feeds us that dream of like, what you like to get on drag race is the pinnacle it is the olympics but yeah. then for a lot of us it's like okay now now what yeah so you get to go back yeah i get to go back i get to do it again i get to claw my way to the top and this time with mama <laughs> Rue there instead of brooklyn jbc and stacy mckenzie so um as a, what was that like break that down what for was us. it like to be with Rue? we need to know we have to know the the, to be with Rue was so exciting. It was so, again, out of body. Like, you're, yes. you, it's like, it's an out of body experience. It's like, it's like, we all think like, is there aliens? Will aliens come to earth one day? It's like, oh, this is the day that the alien came to earth and you actually saw that. And touched you. But yeah. then they flew away in their spaceship and you're like, did the alien come to earth? I don't know. I want to do it all over again. I want to watch this show so I can see what happened and kind of help jog my memory about how it feels. Cause I think it's a little bit, you know, all happened so fast. Like, you know, you don't, 
really form memories like you typically would in real life by oh, experiencing God, no. them, talking about them, you know, taking pictures, all those sort of things. So everything happened so quickly. So it was extremely intimidating. It was extremely exciting. It was extremely inspiring. It was, it was everything. It was, it was meeting my idol and it was incredible. I want to do it all over again. And, you know, or, you know, hopefully I'll snatch that crown and we'll do a photo shoot together. She'll be like, Hey, Jimbo, like, can I come and have a sandwich with you? I'll be like, yeah. Um, we'll see. Like, I'm pretty hungry today. No, I'm just kidding. I would <laughs> we'll see if I can fit it in. I would give her my sandwich. Seriously. Jimbo, can I ask the tiniest little thing? Mm-hmm. Did you get to see the sweatpants? oh my god (laughs) did i get we're not we're not saying whose sweatpants we're just saying the sweat but we're just saying without having to give anything up give anything away mama (laughs) it's just the sweatpants the the legendary slippers and sweatpants i (laughs) did not see i did not see a true professional yeah they're ushering you here they're ushering you there it's all Mm -hmm. you know that you know, it's not a lot of lingering around. Mm-hmm. And she's got places to go. Yeah, she's got places to go, and they're shuffling us here, there, and everywhere. So, no, um, they don't really let you see behind the wizard curtain like that. But I, would, I wanted to charge the desk yeah. and see, run up there. What's going on under that desk? <laughs> <laughs> the Canadian, the Canadian who doesn't know anything, just no boundaries, just like, I thought we could just walk around. <laughs> That's what we did on my season. Can I get some maple syrup? <laughs> Can I get a flapjack, daddy? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I want to back up just one second. We, we're talking about filming yeah, yeah. it. What went through your mind when you got that call? It was like, okay, my redemption arc. Fuck Priyanka. Like, this is Jimbo's yeah. season. Oh. What's going through your mind? Tell me everything. When I got the call, I just freaked out. Like, I... Of course, after the show, saw online everyone supporting and loving and loving being excited, you. and everyone saying like Jimbo for All Stars. We want Jimbo on All Stars. If it's an All Stars season, international, you know all these rumors, and so, you know, of course, hearing all of that, that went inside of me, and I started thinking, oh my god, well, what if I do want All Stars? What if they listen to what everyone says and that actually happens? And then the call comes, and it's just like the best day of my life, but. I immediately went into like overdrive psychosis of like, of like I'm saying about achieving your dream and wanting it to be the best way possible, but at the same time, the time constraints. And so I was trying to, you know, I had my dance coach and I was going to Vancouver for dancing and I had a vocal coach and I had my um, oh. like intonation coach and I had for, you know, for doing speech patterns. And then I was having um, all of, dealing with all different designers for my looks and so it was just like it was extremely stressful like we both all know that the race sort of starts as soon as you get that call of course your race started and it doesn't necessarily really ever end it's just different parts of it like jimbo you truly prepared like that is like you trained for the olympics for this oh my god yeah i had my coaches i had my training i had i was like you know really really wanting it because we only know that i'm not necessarily a choreographed dancer just yet so this time i glue up my makeup and you know i'm gonna just keep working on my dance and um yeah hopefully people like my performances on the oh, I'm so season. excited! I can't wait. But, I'm so excited. Um, 
Yeah, and it was also exciting. It was just the stress of yep. trying to be an international all-star, which yeah. you know, have to level up yeah. immediately after the show, trying to level up. So that was the pressure, the pressure, yeah, the up. stress. Level up. Level up. Level, level up. up. I love that you touched on the glow up Um, that I feel like has been one of the points everyone talks about when they talk about Jimbo being on this season. Some people are just, you know, just were also pleasantly surprised. Tell me about the journey of, you know, your makeup process, because I feel like at one point you would consider yourself a drag clown. Has that switched into a different mode, a metamorphosis, a Pokemon evolution? It's more bimbo now. Like, tell me a bit about that, because everyone's loving it. You look gorge. So when I say I'm a drag clown, that's less about looking like a physical birthday clown or people's ideas of a clown. And it's clown is about an understanding of performance and it's about an understanding of connection with your audience. And so people clown and clowning is more of a spirit of performance than it is an aesthetic. And so there are all forms of clowning. There's, you know, bouffant clowns, which are ugly and very like warty and distorted. And there's, um, you know, like, you know, the evil darker clowns and there's happy birthday clowns. And what it all encompasses is, is the spirit of performance and that the understanding that you are there as a conduit for your audience. And so it's not about you as a performer, it's about your audience and you're a conduit in that moment for emotion. And so you're supposed to share all of your emotion and to not judge yourself in that moment and to just be and to give your audience what they want by listening, by trying, by testing, and mostly by failing. And so... A clown embraces everything, including the failure, and they turn that failure into success. And so it really gives you the ability to deal with anything in the moment, to share that truth about what's happening for you, and to find the humor in it. This is why I love you. That's beautiful. Yeah, and so when I say I'm a drag clown, I'm speaking about my performance and my connection to performance and the audience. And then, of course, I love circus. I love clown. And so I do weave those aesthetics into my design and my, what you know, how I present myself. But I think people often get confused about why do I look so beautiful? Why am I so, like, slutty, sexy? And why do I sound... Why am I a clown? How do those go together? And so my version of drag and my beauty the way it is a clown is because the clowns are all about more and more they're all about bigger they're all about um you know really sharing and really pushing bigger ideas and so for me um growing up gay um you know the taboos around gay and gay sex and what was presented to me as acceptable in the porn industry and the the portrayal of women and all those things it was you know, it's kind of looking at the, you know, how it's so bizarre and arbitrary that gay sex is so taboo and straight sex isn't and what our society considers to be sexy and what our, our society to, considers to be shameful or bad. And so it, for me, the breast and the big place is all about turning taboos and stereotypes about sex, about sexuality, about women, about men. And it's about sort of like turning that and looking at it and laughing at it and and really taking away all of the shame and all of the negativity that goes around that and just go, this is what brings me joy. And this is what I like to share. And this is how I like to look. And it's not about, you know, 
is, is more about freedom and showing people that it's okay to love what you love and to share that. Um, and so my glow up really came because my my sort of access to performance was through my clowning and not through being a beautiful woman, which a lot mm -hmm. of people start drag to, to really be the beautiful woman fantasy. My entrance to drag was through my clown. And so through my clowning, I allowed myself to be a beautiful woman. And I wouldn't allow myself to do that before because of all of how I was told about being a feminine and gay and I need to be manly and I need to be all those things. And so when I allowed myself to be a clown, I then allowed myself to start being feminine. And at first I was an ugly clown woman. I was my twisted ex-stepmother who tortured oh. me. And I sort of yes, I yes, exercised yes. this demon of my pain through my ugly clown. Through your art. And, Ugh, yes. yes. And so as a clown performer working in cabarets, I wasn't um, turning looks in the club. I was thinking of characters and performances for theater and cabaret. So prior to Drag Race, I did drag or, you know, a look sometimes once a month because I'm only performing in theaters. I'm not going out on the weekends in all my gear and all my gaggery. And so when I went on Drag Race, I hadn't really done beauty makeup. I hadn't really done... I need to be a beautiful girl. What I had done prior to that was costumes, characterization, how beautiful or not I looked was never an issue. No one came to my shows saying like, oh my God, look at this cut craze or what's this makeup or da da da. Everyone came to my <laughs> shows saying like, oh my God, this is so fucking crazy. This guy is wild. What the is full this? Experience. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. And so the beauty was not a, not on the table. Like, of course, in the back of my mind, I wanted to look a certain way that I wasn't able to achieve, but it wasn't the root of what I was trying to, to serve. And then going on the mm -hmm. show and getting all the heavy critique and being critiqued by Brooklyn and really being exposed to drag queens because walking into Drag Race, I didn't know any of my sisters. And mm -hmm. so I didn't really have a lot of experience with other drag queens. And so that's why I didn't really have any, like, really makeup skills and so after the show after all the pressure and the critiques i was able to blow up my makeup with the help of some amazing drag queens it's gorgeous jimbo i could hear you talk about your like theories with your yeah. character for like hours you've really got like the lore of jimbo oh yeah like down oh that's God. beautiful <clears throat> and there's like so much like to it there's just so many like you're like an onion like there's just so much to your character that's so crazy but do you know what's funny speaking of um but the makeup thing with our show do you remember uh you and i finished our makeup and then you came up to me and you were like oh my god your makeup's so pretty and yeah. i was like yeah maybe next week I'll, I'll show you some tricks and then i got eliminated yes i, I never got to that. You were Dude, so i got to my hotel room and i thought oh i can never help jimbo I know. ever because i <laughs> no, you did. You came up. You were so cute and so peppy. I was doing my makeup. You sprayed it up beside me to do a little touch up. I was still on my struggle bus with my little shaky hands going like, what do we do? And you were like, all done. You're just like, just my last freckle. I was like, oh hey, my girly. God, <laughs> you're beautiful. And you're like, oh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, maybe I'll give you a tip one day. And then like skipped away and I was like, bye. And then, uh, bye. <laughs> bye, my pretty sister. And then, um, bye, you little one. Yeah, and then, um, you know, just standing beside you on the stage and watching your breakdown, I felt so sad and bad. I was like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. And, and then you saw me um, 
after I got eliminated yes. in the bathroom, they like they like separate us completely, like so we can't see each other. And Jimbo somehow got away from the handlers and came to the bathroom and saw me cutting my outfit off. And the person who was hit, it was sweet because we saw each other and she just went, juice. But then like our handlers was like, how did you get out? (laughs) I know. They hate that. When you get get away and escape, they hate it. They're like, I'm going to get in so much trouble. Queen on the loose. We got a queen on the loose. Big titties on the loose. (laughs) Get the taser on the nail. Yeah. And then they tased me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, me. I love trying to get away from them and be a little trickster. Oh, of course. I can see that about you. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now you, you can't hide with those titties anymore, though. I know. I'm like, I'm a speed bump. I'm two speed bumps. They need their own wheelbarrow <laughs> at this point. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I do want to have breasts one day so big that they do have two small wheels on the bottom. Oh my god. I literally was so excited. I was just like, I really hope Jimbo walks out onto the main stage with two wheelbarrows for her titties. <laughs> like, I just want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of our little moment, though, I want to know, what was it like, um, without giving us spoilers, obviously, we know NDAs, but what was it like knowing that Lemon was there? It was a dream. I was so excited. I didn't contact Lemon prior to the show because I didn't, you know, we're all under these NDAs and like strict contracts and everything. So we didn't, you know, leave a message. I never said anything. So I was, yeah, I was, I was expecting her and I was just so excited to be able to compete with her and against her and to represent our country together. And I thought it was going to be really wild. And I also, I, you know, I was feeling good because Lemon and I really offer such a different flavor of um, of drag. And so I thought, oh, that's great because, you know, we, we'll be able to serve such different looks and such different vibes to represent our country. And so I was, yeah, I was really excited. And it was interesting because I think of a lot of the cast members, um, maybe Lemon and I weren't necessarily the closest coming out of the show. We really got close on the show. We shared our, our van going back and forth every day and each day it got lower and lower until it was, you know, just us and then just me. And that was really sad. So, um, <laughs> it was, it was because we were both in the van the day before and was, we were looking at each other like one of us won't be in this van tomorrow probably yeah. so like Seriously. who knows what's gonna be and so that was the last time i really saw her before seeing her there so, so it was crazy. really really cool really comforting to have a sister there and um yeah i was just really excited and a little bit intimidated of course lemon being the dancing diva um of course i i wanted to be on her level with the dancing but i would have to go to the best school in new york to do that do you death so, drop now, Jimbo? Do we death drop? I don't. Can you do a jump split, Jimbo? Oh my god, I'm trying. I try to do a death drop, and someone's like, "Okay, let's do a death drop together." But like, we'll start against the wall so you can like have some support. And then I like bent my leg and then put my arm along the wall and then skidded down the wall like screaming until I crumpled at the bottom. And then I was like, "Ah!" It was like the slowest fall death drop where I was like clutching the wall my nails were like scraped in the wall and then I bunched at the bottom and then I was trapped there and I was like ah! and then they kind of like peeled me out of the corner and I was like I did it and my leg was like all <laughs> sore and screwed up and then I, could, I had to cancel the rest of the dance class so so yeah I'm a death dropper now <laughs> I was gonna say oh my god <laughs> I know how to do it 
Jimbo, who's your dance teacher? Yeah, who's teaching you these moves? Oh my god. Well, I have a few. In Toronto, I dance with mm-hmm. Hollywood Jade when I go back there. We get a studio. I get the pit crew together. And we dance around there. And when I'm in Vancouver, I dance with JoJo. And when I'm in Victoria, I get lessons from my little bestie, Keith. And I've Aww. been working um, with my other friend, Jesus, to do some physical training as well. I feel like you made the whole oh. island so proud. Like when I went for my gig there, it's like you are just like this energy that like pulsates in the drag community in Victoria now. It's so cool. It's like, do you feel like you own that that city? It, it, I feel so lucky and so grateful. And um, I did a lot more performance in this town as a clown in the theater community than I really did mm-hmm. as a, a drag queen out in the community um, as a part of the, the drag in with the drag scene here because my drag was sort of they didn't really know how to put it into the program at that time so um, now they do now they do now they find a way now they figured it out (laughs) yeah so i do i do feel like you know i'm an inspiration as my story for a lot of artists drag artists drag kings drag queens like you know, comedians, anybody with a dream of performance, of sharing their art with the world can look at my story and go, okay, this guy who has 1,500 followers, who has living on this small island off the west coast of Canada, was somehow able to break through and get this platform where they're able to share their art and share their passion and share their joy and inspire people. And that's the greatest gift I've ever been given. And Mm -hmm. so I think in that respect, it certainly, you know, is inspiring for the community to, to, to see a success story, a local success story. And, um, but in terms of the drag scene here, there is just so many incredible queens here. And I feel like the other queens kind of like rule the scene. And then I just like pop in and I'm like, hey, girls. And they're like, hey, Jimbo. And I, yeah, you're the international girly yeah. now. Yeah, she I'm pops up. Girly. Yeah. yeah, I pop up. I pop out. I pop my tits on. I bop around. So, um, yeah, so I, I would say that the, the drag girls here are really doing the heavy lifting around here, and um, and I breeze in and out. She's merely the legend. She shows up when she can. <laughs> I would love to hear a little bit more about your fabulous design process, the team behind House of Jimbo, like how we go from your fabulous brain to it, like getting ready for UK versus the world or any looks, you know what I mean? I know the mm. show's... Um, that's like a whole timeline thing, but yeah, who helps yeah. you out? Like it's a vill- it takes a village, right? Yeah, it really does take a village. And fortunately, prior to Drag Race, my job was, or well, I guess it still is. I just know I'm not practicing at the moment, but a designer for film and theater. And so I spent you know the past twenty years designing looks and costumes and organizing costumes for large groups of people for performance under tight deadlines with no money and so that's why I have a costume studio in my house is because I used to do this for everybody else and so um, all of the mechanism and all of the learning and all of the connections um, and experience were sort of built on this foundation of my job and then through the beauty of the universe i was able to turn the whole machine around and really focus it on my own storytelling and my own art and so it was incredible because through my my work as a designer in this community i was able to meet all the best sewers and the people and you know people in film 
and who were able to you know, help connect me with the right group of people and the right team of people and who have the skills to create these looks. And so um, a lot of the help I have comes from my local community of sewers, designers, and and then the online community of just incredible artists that now make, sorry, my ear bud just fell out. But there's this thing for this incredible community that that um, helps support all the drag queens through all of the wigs and everything. And so um, specifically with this season, I was I had my home studio here and I brought in my good friend Jenny, who is an incredible quilter. She made my denim look. Oh, and, that denim look robbed. Yeah, absolutely robbed. Thank you. So my friend Jenny came over, my friend Sarah and I, Sarah is another designer that I've worked with for years. Um, She's a fashion designer. Uh, She and I were getting ready for actually fashion week after Drag Race and before the pandemic, um, or I don't know when it was, but we were getting ready for Vancouver Fashion Week. Yeah, it's all a blur. And then Vancouver Fashion Week was canceled. We were going to debut our first fashion collection together, and that was put in the can. So I have my friend Sarah, um, who's just an incredible designer. So I brought her on board. And then also my friend Jane, who currently sews with me as well. Um, She's an incredible, just very meticulous seamstress and designer as well. And I've also been working with my good friend and director, Britt Small, who is my clown teacher and really helped me so much to prepare for the show. So, yeah, shout out to Atomic Vaudeville and Britt Small. So I have this this a tight crew and then my partner Brady who is uh, also a wig stylist but he's an engineer he's such a sweetie he's an engineer his brain he does wigs too yeah he styles my wigs for me he does more refreshing now because um, wigs have gotten so complicated with like the swirls and the twirls mm-hmm. and the freaking you know whatever the hell is going on spikes here and there and this what and the that. heck you call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the frick's going on with these hands? Holy the smokes, these wigs. Here. These wigs, the they're crazy. ponytails. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your ponytail has a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, you got rhinestones on your ponytail. What's next? <laughs> so, yeah, there's, um, so hair is getting complicated. And so, and he's also got his hands full, you know, doing all the management of this and that and the house and everything. Oh, God. And so, um, so yeah, it's, it takes a village. It really does. I have my friend Alain who does really photography. Does. I have. Um, oh my god! I the know, intonation coach is what got me. That was the one that I was yes. like, "She's got a team." Oh my god, I love this. Yes, my intonation. What is what is intonation? Can I ask? What is that? So intonation is all about. So when you're doing character work and say you're going to try to have, it's like a dialect coach, dialect and intonation. And so, oh, okay. And so you okay. basically tell the person, I want to sound or emulate this sound. And if it's really stressful on your voice, because like, say you're doing Brand Drescher or whatever. And so you've got to talk with them, you know, like really nasally voice. And it's like, how do you... How, as a as an untrained ear how do you you know figure out how to say the different things but a dialect coach Mm. and a vocal coach they break down where in the mouth the sound originates and comes from and what what are the vowels and the consonants that are changed by that pat by that speech pattern and so the coach kind of helps you understand the speech pattern so that you can reproduce it without stressing your voice out and so because you do a bit wow. of a voice switch i notice when it's like it's full jimbo like you do kind of put on a new 
um, yeah. range, if you will, wouldn't you say? And so was that part of yeah, the coaching? Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. I definitely do. Um, the, my, the, vo- the voice I use in drag is, or- I don't need a coaching for that one because it's already kind of soft. That's what I thought. Voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't stress my yeah. voice. Well, out. we all kind of fall into like a girly voice when we yeah. go to drag. 24-7 seven for me. <laughs> Unless you're very Yeah, Cynthia's just, then she just lives that yeah. way. <laughs> I know your voice is so soothing, um, <laughs> but yeah, I know it is so funny. It's always so funny, like Evie Oddly or like Vanjie, when you see these like really beautiful queens and their voice is like so deep. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, I know it's so funny. I love it, but it's this weird juxtaposition. But somehow I always try to soften my voice. But yeah, the the dialect coach was helping me with my character work and like so cool. making sure that I was able to, you know, you don't want to start like coughing and choking when you're trying to do a character. So. Oh God. Yeah. Cause there's like, um, it's a muscle, your vocal, you know, your vocal yeah. cords, it all has to be trained like anything else. So that makes complete yeah. sense. And you never know. Yeah. And you never know when you're going to get dropped into a snatch game. Oh yeah. Exactly. You, know? you yeah. never know when they're going to say, okay, <laughs> God, make me laugh. You, snatch. Make me laugh. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's my favorite yeah. it's like it should be fun make me laugh but it's like the most threatening thing in the world the last thing you think about is being funny after hearing that make me laugh Definitely. it's like okay here we go <laughs> yeah. okay I, I guess i'll try <laughs> that is really the hardest thing to do of like, course okay, like, tell me a funny joke like right now like be funny like, yeah right now like yeah, on oh my goodness so what would you say you know, without revealing too much, the biggest differences from Jimbo when we first fell in love with you on Canada's Drag Race versus, you know, the new season, UK versus the world. In a nutshell, how do you feel you've um, kind of evolved? Um, I'd say in a nutshell that I have a little bit more just confidence in, in my place within Drag Race. And my original season coming in as the unknown queen not knowing any of the girls walking into that room not knowing really basically anyone i kind of had like my friend vivian and my friend henrietta and like another handful of drag queens in victoria that were my friends but other than that i didn't have any Mm -hmm. drag queen friends so i didn't i didn't know any real drag queens so that was kind of like you know, I, I knew a few. So that was really kind of exciting and intense. Like, you know, like looking at drag queens up close and looking at the makeup and being, oh my God, like, how do you do that? How do you look so blended? How do you do the highlight? I don't know how to do a highlight. I didn't even have highlighter when I went on Drag Race because I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that is. And so, yeah, exactly. Um, Takes note. Highlight. <laughs> yeah, what is highlight? No, literally before I went on Drag Race, right before I went on Drag Race, I had to go to my friend and be like, how do you cut a crease? Like, what is that? And what do what we mean? is the crease? Do I need a knife? Yes. Like, how do I cut it? Do yes, I get band-aids? Remember, like, remember after Drag Race, I messaged the girl group being like, how do you make the part above your eye white? Like, how do you do that white oh my god yeah i I love that i loved that was so cute jimbo i loved that because i literally (laughs) did not know how and then a lot of like you get the white paint and da 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 and the little pot and la 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 and now um you know of course it's all so rudimentary and my god of course now your makeup's beautiful now she knows that you've got a gorgeous face everything about your face i love thank you so i mean you've really you've really figured it out yeah it just 
it just locked. And so I'm really hoping with my dancing, I'm gonna keep dancing, I'm gonna keep expressing myself through dance, and that eventually it's gonna lock as well. And that I'm all of a sudden gonna be this like dancing diva doing death drops that actually don't kill me. I love that. Jimbo, I can't wait to watch you dance. It's my, I am so excited to just watch you just like go full out. I want that too. I feel like I'm like a seagull trapped in a cage with one old French fry. Like, God, let me out of here. You're like, let me dance. Just one little French fry. I just want to dance in the ballet. I just want to dance. I just Just want to dance. Let the boy dance. Just let the boy dance. Let the boy dance. dance. Uh, Jimbo, would you be down to doing a quick little, like, lightning round just to, like, kind of wrap things up? Let's do it. Is that fun? We're like storm okay. chasers. Storm chasers, lightning rain. Put your raincoats on. All right. Yeah, hide your umbrella. Okay. <laughs> really quick. Tits or ass? Tits. Pizza or sushi? Pizza. Ballad or high energy? High energy. Win a competition or have to compete forever like Juju? Compete forever like Juju. Yes. Oh, bold. You said, I want that check over time. Honey. Uh, go out or stay in? Go out. Fuck yeah. I want to have okay. some fun. I want to make okay. some friends. That's what my favorite thing to do is making friends. Oh, I, love I can that. tell that about you. I love that. I love that. So cool. Fun. Jimbo, this has been an absolute pleasure. I just thank you for going in and oh God, you know, you describing your artistic, like you know, the way you come up with your character, like your intention yeah. behind your art. I can tell. And I, and I know that's why people fell in love with you instantly, because there's a lot of thought and process that goes behind something that makes us feel so good to watch. So you're just amazing. We're uh-huh. so excited for you this season. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited for you. Like, we barely talked about your recent success. Like, oh, let's stop. talk a little bit about the kiss. The oh, my God, the kiss. kiss. This kiss, this kiss. Centrifugal <laughs> <This laughs> <kiss>. <laughs> <Some> motion. Centrifugal <laughs> motion. So, let's, you know, let's, let's give you a shining light. Let's give you a shining spotlight. Oh, thank here. you. How oh, my God. your love? that you serve you oh my goodness your partner How yes your like well it's you... so funny we're watching the season 14 and i feel like um drag has its own preferences um in different areas like you know like regionality to it like i feel mm. like season two it had like um a real um joie forever 21 essence Stop. Ah! no i feel like jimbo you really inspired our second season in some ways like you know episode two the rusical it was like under the big top oh, like there was totally. like i don't i don't know oh that season two. Oh my god i said that because i thought you were talking about like drag race season two like the OG oh no no canada's two. drag race canada's oh drag race. your canada's drag race season two. Oh, okay whoops never mind sorry I was like there wasn't that much forever 21 i was like oh my god um but yeah no i felt like uh um, your spirit was there. Hell, you even did a little cameo. Um, yes. You know, it, and so I think in some ways we were really celebrating like a particular style of runway where I came from like, I don't know, it, it, every, all drag is valid. Mine, I just, mm. I think right now I did like some some things that were more on the simplistic side and then Brooklyn mm. and th- they just weren't eating it up. And so sometimes I felt right. like my challenge performances, they um, decided like not to give me wins because of what they saw walk down yeah. at the end of the right. episode. But hindsight is twenty twenty, And you know, if I ever get mm. that call to do an all stars, I feel I'm just so inspired when I hear you talk about, you know, 
the house of Jimbo, the team, the amount of names you you list that get you ready to look the way you look. You know, I can take mm. a page from your book where it's like, yeah, just make friends with creatives. And when you collaborate, you're greater than the sum of your parts. So for me, if I were to ever go back, I feel like um, hopefully it's not during a pandemic and I'm more comfortable yeah. really um, crossing paths with people to create something even wilder and larger. As proud as I am yeah. to have created what I created with my partner, you know, it gets overwhelming mm. to do it 100% by yourself. You know, a little team oh goes God. a long way. But yeah, what an experience. It really it's so does. wild. Especially when you're trying to like prepare mentally and you're trying to, you know, just get everything finished when you're trying to finish that many garments to the level that they're expecting on the runway it's really really hard not to you know yeah. when i even do it i'm like how does anyone fucking do this i'm like this is my fucking job that i've been i have a costume suit in my house and it's it's so hard it's so hard i'm like mm-hmm. i'm like this is freaking hard so well there's so much pressure to it too and you want it pressure. to be perfect i i was yeah. looking i was kind of deep diving on your site and i I saw you talk about set design. Was there an evolution in your creative career where you started in set design and then went into costume or vice versa or all at once? Like, I think it's cool, almost like the carpentry skills, dare I mm-hmm. say, that you have. Yeah, I, no, saw, I, I saw a drill be used in uh, oh, a documentary. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is hot. <laughs> I did tons of carpentry and because it's all DIY like I've done huge set designs but the key to me is always in storytelling and in creation and so if if it's any form of storytelling that involves some creative aspect I always at least attempt to try and do it and so that's where I became a production designer because I realized that I have an eye and a talent and a vibe and a drive to be in all aspects of storytelling and so I want to do the characterization I want to do the set I want to do the costumes I want to help direct I want to you know help with just that and the other thing I have so many interests and art and drag is this culmination of so many different facets of ourselves and art and storytelling that I think that's what I love about drag so much is it really has so many different ways to get into it and to find your way into it, whether it's through dance or whether it's through makeup or whether it's through impersonation or whether it's through, you know, looks. I, I love that drag race has this different way for everyone to find their inroads. And so I, yeah, and so my scenic design path has sort of i'm not necessarily doing so much but i still definitely have ideas and designs i want to do for like my own bigger shows when i have my world tour and stuff hell yes <laughs> Ooh, is there a world tour coming up jimbo i hope so i want to i want yeah. backup dancers i want explosions i want raining confetti i want tits so big i roll off the stage and crush myself with them <laughs> can i op- can i open for you i'll just like do a quick little number while you change and you don't even have to pay me a lot i just wanna i just wanna go i just want the bragging right for anyone you slut yeah <laughs> huh would you I say said, i heard you open for anyone so yeah you can open for me <laughs> <laughs> well i'll open for i'll open for everybody on tour for everybody just spin on it first <laughs> <laughs> i loved your song i loved your song tits in a box are we coming out with more music Yes, mm-hmm. I have um, four songs coming out. Ooh, a little um, EP, a sexy yeah. EP. One is called Stitch. It's about um, my cat that passed away. Oh, and cool. oh. I know, 
Oh, it's a very sad song. I cry every time I hear it. But it's me singing about, yeah, every time I hear it, I'm like when I sing it, I cry and I think about my cat. It's about me like communicating with my cat and my cat's in heaven. And, um, oh my God. And so it's a lot of What meowing. genre is it? Um, is there actual meowing in it? Yeah, I sing in meows. Wow. Yeah, oh, meow, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I can't, oh my and god so it's, it's I like, can't fucking wait it's, oh like my, it's giving me Phoebe Buffet I love it I love this oh, so it's, fun it's a tender ballad and if you have a cat then they may really like it I, I hope I'm speaking correctly and pronouncing things correctly in cat so I don't know but I also have um, another song about my partner called Angel and <gasps> oh. I know it's about it's about it's this song says, I went to bed last night on a cloud, woke up with an angel. And so it's oh about goodness. like going to bed on this cloud, this dream, and then waking up and with your little angel, with the person that you love right beside you. It's a love song. I love and then that. my oh. other song is called Free and Horny. And that's about being... <laughs> Just being yourself, and it's um and horny, and exactly. being yourself and being like horny and being like free and like fucking horny. Yeah, I love the range of this EP. Oh my god, we yeah. got we're gonna cry, we're gonna we're gonna fuck. Yeah. There's so much we can do with it. We're gonna fall in love. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be oh, a that's journey. so exciting. Are you gonna do music videos? Please, please, please. Yes, of yes, course. I want to do music oh, videos. Yeah. Uh, that's my, one of my favorite parts, really about the music is it going to be the jimbo cinematic universe that's what i want a move over priyank yeah. or whatever her name is Paranka. Per- yeah. is it Paranka? Paranka. Paranka. i think Paranka is struggling mentally oh. ah! <laughs> <laughs> but we love her for it uh, totally yes we love her i wonder how she's <laughs> doing no one ever hears from her she's just too busy at the top right i mean it's really it's lonely, lonely up, up there. there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> same brain so two girls one brain yeah yeah just two two different types of bimbo joining jimbo oh the ultimate combo um i love, it. Um, I love but, it but yeah jimbo thank you so much for joining us this has been such an incredible conversation you have just like to be able to sit and talk to you about all of your like your interests and everything to do with like Jimbo. I feel like I know so much more about your art, which I'm like so excited about because I felt like we had, we had like this giant experience together and I just never got to know those Mm. things. So I'm excited that I I now know those things. Uh, I feel like I understand you so much better. No worries. Girly. You're so fucking smart. Like you're so smart. Like not to say intention. Yeah. It's not to sound like insulting. Like it's not that I'm surprised, but it's to sound like, a lot of us just do drag to like cre- like express our art, but to, um, to also just like mm. be beautiful and stuff. But yours has so much yeah. more of like um, a reasoning behind the beauty and a reasoning behind the costume and a reasoning behind the like shapes that you choose, which is like so cool to know because it's it just like adds like another layer to it all. I, I love it. I'm so excited that we were able to do this together. Thank you. You're a star, Another baby. layer to my onion. Mm-hmm. I was saying yesterday, I'm actually like an onion dressed up like an apple. Because oh. it's, like, it's like so weird that you see 
like these like beautiful women and then like underneath are these like weird little men <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite is when you describe the sweat that um happens underneath the breastplate because of the oh, contour that's really yeah. onion territory right there that's uh the soup <laughs> big time i know my breastplate the sweat mixes with my foundation and then squirts out my neck hole and then people are like talking to me and they're like um i think there's like brown juice coming out of your neck or something like, oh <laughs> that's just my beauty sweeping away jimbo you <laughs> should you should bottle that and sell it oh my god as like liquid foundation yeah or like you could just sell it to somebody who i'm sure who has a kink for it and they could like jerk off with it i don't know oh, there's a there's a demo there's a demographic yeah, there's for this, a demographic sure. for everything baby <laughs> yeah, I love that baby. The, yeah. Their partner would be like, "Um, oh, baby, like, why do you? Why is your dick like all covered in chocolate milk?" No reason. Nothing. Do you love it? Do you love it? I named it yeah, Jimbo. Are you into it? Nah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Jimbo, right before we wrap up, do you have anything to plug right before we go? Yeah. Um. What do I have to plug? UK When's this EP? The world. Oh yeah. yeah sorry. Um, February 1st, UK versus the world, Crave TV, BBC Three, Wild Presents Plus. Tune in. It's going to be amazing. Um, I have tours coming up across Canada, um, around the UK, over to Mexico. So um, it's going to be so much fun. Lots of good shows coming up. And I'm working on my House of Jimbo project. We have some pitches in to some bigger networks for some funding. I've got my album coming out and um eventually and so yeah you can find me on my social media jimbo the drag clown on instagram and twitter and my website is www.houseofjimbo.com where i have some new merch that i've been working on and designing with my friend cat dirty an artist and then we've got a factory um overseas that is producing them and so it's really exciting it was my dream to have a fashion line and then i'm working in that direction so the print's really cool. I, I love wait. it. Thank you. Yeah, it's sick. It's so exciting. Everyone get it's one. So get one right now. Support Jimbo. Drag Race UK versus the world. Our money's on you, Diva. Our money's yeah. on you. We're Do us proud. We're you. softly biased. I will. <laughs> softly. Oh, thank you. I love the end of my promo. It goes, she's volatile. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Did you say that or did they add those in? Someone like, because sometimes I felt like it was your voice changed. No, no, no. That one we no, did not they, say out loud. They added that, and that is a little foreshadowing. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, we got Ooh, an insider secret. <laughs> oh, you heard this first on semi-qualified queens. She's volatile. <laughs> She's volatile. Volatile means to change um, on the spot very quickly. Oh my god! Cool. I Sometimes can't wait. for the negative. <laughs> so, <laughs> volatile okay. means slide down the wall as you scream during your death drop. <laughs> exactly. It means I'm freaking crazy and so I'm scared, but I'm excited. It's no, gonna it's be so gonna much be fun. But I I definitely am unchanged, so it's it's gonna be fun. Oh, that's why we love you. Thank All you. right, Diva. Thank you so much you for guys. hopping on, Bye. learning new technology. Mwah, 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 mwah. Love you so much. Love you, sissy. Love you. Love you so much. Okay. Mwah. We'll talk to you mwah. soon. Bye. And if you mm-hmm. want to be on the podcast, don't forget to email us at semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com and maybe we'll read what you guys send us. Yeah, talk to us. Say hi. This is a conversation. This is a dialogue. We're yeah. in your ears, people. Like, we mm-hmm. want to hear from you. <laughs> 
Yeah. If you have questions, suggestions, you just want to tell me and Cynthia how absolutely beautiful we are and you wish that you could see our faces, <laughs> you could even do and that. And Juices Gel and other podcasts get dick pics. So I'm just putting that out there. If we want a happy juice, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. We've got emails open just for fat hogs. Just as many as you yeah, can send us. Seriously. All right. So don't forget, we're going to be out every single Friday. We're so excited to start covering Drag Race UK versus the World, episode one, out next week. Can we believe it, Juice? I can't believe it. I'm so excited to see it. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. So please hit subscribe, give us love on the socials, and baby, you know, we'll reciprocate. <laughs> we'll see you there. See you next week, besties. Talk soon. Bye. Mwah.